Oh no, they did another YKS. Look out, here comes another YKS. Time to find out why YKS. Sit down and listen to Mike and JF. Oh no, they did another YKS. Now you gotta hear another YKS. Time to find out why YKS. Put your headphones on, it's YKS. Hey JF, hey Mike. Um, just had a question for you. Um, I know both of you guys are, I think, well, I mean, I don't mean this offensively, but I think both of you are probably like borderline alcoholics or maybe, maybe close to it. I don't know. You kind of give off that vibe. I can't tell if you guys are being ironic when you joke about having, you know, 10 beers or something on the stream or on the podcast. But, uh, I don't drink. I've, I've never drank. Um, I'm weird like that. Uh, kind of like Trump in that way. Uh, but uh, I was having some kombucha yesterday, and uh, I looked on the label, and it said, has trace amounts of alcohol. So does that mean that uh, I drank alcohol yesterday? Am I no longer a sober, straight-edge man, age 25? Am I, I mean, is it time to go ham-hog on the, on the whiskey and just become a alcoholic, you know, with the blinds down. Um, you know, my my daddy would drink Seven Up and Corbell brandy together. Maybe you should try some of that. Anyway, uh, just wanted to get you guys' opinion: Is kombucha considered alcohol? Yes or no? All right. Thanks. Love you guys. Hey everybody, welcome to YKS. Jesse here. Mike here also. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Kickstarters sometime today, I think. But uh, let's. Why don't we first just say hello to each other, Mike? Hello. Just going to ignore that voicemail. Like I was talking about kombucha. No, we talk. We can do that. Thought you were going to lead right into it. Yeah. Well, I want to introduce Around ourselves. What? Why are you going to introduce her? Okay. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I'm so, Michael, uh, and this is Jesse, and welcome to the White Your Kickstarter Sucks Show podcast. Very good. Thank you. How was that? Oh, that was great. That was really good. So what did you think about the voicemail? Gentleman uh, called in to say that he has been drinking some kombucha. So first first of all... Kind of my idea from before about the kombucha thing. Have you ever had kombucha? I think I have had it before and it was nasty. Yeah. So It kind of tastes like vinegar, right? Isn't that uh, what it tastes like? I don't remember. It just didn't taste good. So you don't know if you, you actually don't know that you've had. I don't remember what it was or how it tasted. It was bad. That's all I remember. But you know you haven't picked it up as a habit. Like you know, it's not like part of your daily ritual now, at least, right? Yeah. Well, regular tea is good. You know, we just had some hot chicken. I I washed it down with some good old southern sweet tea. You ask me, I don't think you can improve on that. It's true. Okay, and I would have had Kool-Aid, but you actually drank all the Kool-Aid there. The Kool-Aid Did was you not? so good there. The you, Kool-Aid was so good. Dude, that restaurant is so good. You fucking tapped the Kool-Aid keg. Uh, I was thinking earlier about, like, uh, people say what their last meal is or whatever when they're about to be executed. Mm-hmm. That would be my last meal. So it I'm actually might be. From that place. It might be today. That might be your last one. <laughs> it that might be, be dude, because I was like... Uh, I was like thinking earlier, I was like, I'm good now to die. Yeah. 
So good. And you've been sort of in the process, I think. Yeah, we're getting there. The remainder of the <laughs> afternoon, you've been kind of in a bad way. You uh, you ordered six spicy tenders. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know what I was thinking because four is more than enough. And yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm pretty hungry, man, and then we can save the rest of it or whatever. And Two it was sides like a, also, by the way. No fucking way. No. No fucking way. You didn't even sniff the bread, which, I don't know, do you normally eat the bread? No. No. I like it because it stores all the... All the hot chicken spice gets stuck in there, and it's really good. So you eat the bread? I normally do, but I didn't <clears throat> I get the bread today because I had the waffle, which is yeah. technically, I think the waffle is technically a kind of bread. Yeah. So you had a sandwich. Well, I... Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, let's not... <laughs> well, let's answer the gentleman's question. Yeah. It was uh, whether kombucha was good, and that's no. I don't think that's what not it good. was. Um, But... Yeah, man, like, here's the thing about, if, if you've gone out to eat at a fancy restaurant or whatever, you've, you've probably had alcohol then, too, because <clears throat> the alcohol does not completely cook off. So if you had, like, a chicken stew, what else? Or, like, a beef bourgnon. Mm, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say beef bourgnon. Okay. Like said. Okay, well, you, I'm sure you can think of something that has alcohol in it. What do you, have you ever cooked with alcohol? How about some... Uh, Penne a la vodka. Uh, again, I was just going to say that one. Okay. Um, how about... Uh, Sometimes chili. You throw a beer and some throw chili. Throw a beer and chili. Oh, ooh, Damn. close. Okay. You know, almost at the same time, I think. Right. That we said that one. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to be able to come up with one on your own, do you think? No, I don't think I am. No, nothing I don't think, that has... I don't think it's going to happen today. For Anything you throw some, what have you, you, you get some wine, you throw it in with your, uh, what would you put wine in there, JF? You deglaze the pan after yeah. you fry up some onions. Yep. That's right. Or you put a little Miller High Life in your cereal. Okay. So, well, you did, you got there. Yeah. It took me a while, but I nailed it, I think. So if you've ever had... I mean, this might come as a surprise to you, but if you've ever had Miller High Life in your cereal, you've actually had <laughs> alcohol. Because it actually doesn't come... doesn't cook off. It doesn't when cook you off when it. you just pour it into the... After you boil it, yeah. Into the Cheerios, or, or what have you. Captain Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cookie Crisp. Just naming cereals. Golden Grams. Uh, <laughs> Sugar Smacks. So, yeah. So, so I think, yes, you have... You, you haven't... Uh, even Donald Trump, I guess, probably has ac- accidentally consumed some. Boom. Shut it down. Arrest that fucker right now. Because... Do your John Taffer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, arrest that fucking guy because he's been drunk this whole time. Oh, is that why? And he's like, no, nah, I've never had yeah. anything to drink ever in my life. Well, you've lied, dude. You just lied to the American people. Arrest this man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then he said his dad drank Seven Up. What did he say with Corbell? The Corbell is champagne. I think he he said something a bourbon or something. I'm not sure what he said. Uh, my dad would drink Seven Up and uh, Jack Daniels. Ah, that's not a good combo. No, that's not good at all. No, it's not. But that was his drink, and it was. Uh, I always thought it smelled gross because Jack Daniels is sour mash. Yeah, and then you throw the citrus in there too. It smells even more sour. Weird combo. I just I don't get it because the classic combo, <clears throat> of course, is Jack and Jill. 
Oh, classic. God. Couldn't get more classic than that. Everybody knows their story. They went up there and they, and they, uh, to fucking make out or whatever, and then uh, a guy fell and broke his fucking ass. Yeah, i th- I think you've, I think you're hearing the dirty version <laughs> from the slick back hair guy, Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, Jack and Jill. Ooh, went up the hill. Ah, oh. you remember that that was his. Hey, whole she sucked thing? his prick. That guy's a millionaire. Like the, 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 the several times over. He's just a working comic. Can't blame him for saying some stuff. I don't think I was blaming him for saying stuff. I just, I, the stuff he did say is so bad that it's amazing. <laughs> but it killed in that time period. You watched some old, like, live uh, shows of his? Oh, yeah, he destroyed. Fucking destroyed, dude. His crowd is, like, eating it up. And, like, fucking dudes from, like, Long Island in the crowd, like, yeah. Yeah, finally. Somebody's, somebody's, somebody's on stage saying, representing us. What would he, what, what would they even, what are they? They're just is it just like is it just nursery rhymes and then somebody comes or something? something like that? It's probably not even that dirty. The bulk is it? of it, I think. It's probably but, not even as dirty as like one of our podcasts, right? I don't know. Well, you don't know. You don't listen to them. So. I don't, well, I don't have his fucking bits memorized, but uh, it's it's I don't know. It's very misogynistic, I guess. But at the time. That shit was like fucking hell yeah. Everybody, everybody was like, yeah, we're misogynistic as hell. We love it. It rocks. Yeah. yeah I realize now the... somebody's going to clip that. <laughs> but Let's uh, see. Hey, hang on. Let's see if this comes up. We'll see if you can hear this. What does he say? There he goes. He's smoking on stage. That's not good for you. Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet. <laughs> Eating a curd some way. Long came a spidey, sat down beside He said, hey, what's in the bowl, bitch? Oh! <laughs> Holy shit. Look at the stage. People are, ladies with big hair are saying, the like they're saying it with him. Yeah. Jack and Jill went up the hill, both with a buck and a quarter. Jill came down with 250. Oh! Insane. So, so the joke of that one, <laughs> yeah, the joke of that one is that he paid her for sexual favors. Yeah. Um. And I guess uh, the fact that this is his entire act is very bad. Um, is it his entire act? Just two thirty-year-olds just discovering Andrew Dice Clay. I mean, come on, you know way. we've heard of him. I mean, but this is clearly. But I think what's worse is the the affectations of it. You know, the people, hit, in, the, people in the crowd are fucking loving it, dude. The rhinestone jacket. <laughs> yeah. The the affected way of holding the cigarette. Just uh, it's his character. Yeah, but. <laughs> So good. I can't believe it. I can't believe this ever got over. I can't believe it ever worked. Yeah? Yeah, because you look at... Like, think about it this way. Like, we're still fucking riding roller coasters that were around when this guy was killing it on stage, you know? Yeah. Like, we're still... Stuff is still happening that was contemporary with Andrew Dice Clay, Little Miss Muffet. Like, selling out big lecture halls. I think a lot of stuff is just right place, right time. Yeah. I don't know why... This was popular, but like, I don't know. They did shit differently back then. 
It wasn't. It, it wasn't that long ago. You know, like you, like the 1950s. Like you look at TV from that time period, and you go, "Wow, look at those pants. Those sure were crazy." Everything's in black and white. Yeah, that's how'd my they, first thought. How'd they know when to uh, go? Yeah, at a stoplight. Stoplight. Yeah. Um. But but this was not. I mean, this was like I said, like like roller coasters, like. Like, if you could walk down the bread aisle, a lot of the same bread you can get now, you could have got. You could have picked up some bread on your way to the Andrew Dice Clay show. And it would be very similar bread. Yeah, I guess. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, what would you, what else, what would you say as an example from that? I don't fucking know, man. Well, you know, like, uh. <laughs> What is this bit? It's not. A, I'm just saying. I'm just just thinking about okay. things that are the same. T- like, uh, uh, like, uh, like it's still fun to play to boot up and play like Super Mario Three. Yeah. What was that like? 1990 or something? Yeah. You know. 1991. Yeah. Or is even even the first Super Mario is fun to play. Yeah. The 87. Yeah. So I mean, probably you could have been playing Mario. And saying this is the most cutting edge thing in the world, and then go see Andrew Dice Clay, <laughs> and be in the audience and fucking losing your they mind, were losing it, dude. This stuff was so funny to them. The, so good. The big haired, shoulder padded women in the crowd were saying, "What's in the bowl, bitch?" Just like he <laughs> yeah, was. Like this catchphrase. It's so good. They I never, were. I never got into or uh, fucking. Looked into Andrew Dice Clay. No, he's just always like this, just this character type dude who mm. I never knew anything about. Yeah, so I just never looked into it. But, I, <laughs> but now this, so I mean, I, I'm going to want to absorb like everything. Now. <laughs> yeah, now and now I am. Now I want to watch it all. I guess what was the most embarrassing thing that you found funny? Like if you went through all the stuff that you, the movie, the comedian. What was the thing that you found funny? And don't use this as an own on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had one in the chamber. All right, so but, don't um, do that. No, nah, I was thinking, uh, dude, when I first saw like the first season of Family Guy, yeah, lost my mind. Yeah, the funniest thing I'd ever seen. Right. Um, I don't know when that was. Ninety nine. Was it? it? Yeah, it premiered after the Super Bowl. <laughs> but I was like, uh, this is crazy. It was crazy compared to... Compared to, like, the Simpsons or something like that, right? Yeah. And it's to me, it's still funnier than The Simpsons. But um, I think I probably... I think I probably watched uh, the Carrot Top movie, not realizing it was bad. Chairman of the Board. Chairman of the Board. Yeah. I think I, I, think I probably watched that and was like, oh, yeah. This is funny. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> really? Or, or probably honestly, Mad TV might be the one that I'm most embarrassed by. Ah, oh, dude, Mad TV was so awful. I never understood. Yeah. Why anyone liked Mad TV? Um. Uh, he looked like a man. I remember laughing at he looked like a man. Yeah. And I remember laughing at uh, Stuart, mm-hmm. the tall man who was inexplicably a baby, a very pale baby. I think it came on before SNL, right? You mean like just 
chronologically, like time-wise during the evening? Programmatically or whatever. Yes. I think it came on right before yeah, us different, now. different channel, but yeah. So it was like, you go to this channel. It came on at like 10.30, right? You go, you go to Fox to watch yeah, the fucking Mad TV. Right. So it's like a pre-show. It's not even as good. It's like no. an opener for a band. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's like, ah, I'm going to sit through these guys, but maybe they'll fucking... Maybe they'll do one, yeah. Interesting. Will Sasso. Never happened. No. <laughs> I never thought it was good. There was never nothing on there you thought was funny. No, man. It was not good. What were not some, for me. What were some of the other ones on there? I remember Will Sasso and one of the girls would they would be um they'd play guitars and they'd sing How'd You Get to Be So Sweet? And that was the joke of that. Mm-hmm. And they would just say that at people. I don't even remember that one. Well, you remember the Chinese one, right? Chinese. Miss, uh, Mrs. Swan. Mrs. Swan, yeah. Mrs. Swan. And uh, Stuart, of course. And uh, What else was there? All the Will Sasso stuff. But that, like, that's another thing. They, like, he did that impression shit, like, so much. Yeah. It was like, do something else. But He's the impression guy. I know. I don't know, man. I never liked it. Well, Always an SNL kind of guy. Well, yeah, and it's not like that fared much better. What do you mean? It's better than ever, I think. <laughs> well, uh, who's your who's your current favorite SNL cast member, do you think? Currently? Yeah, right now. Who's on the roster right now that you like the most? Uh And please if you if you don't mind, could you could you keep it to the main cast? <laughs> Kyle Kyle's good. Yeah. Uh, also, fucking Pete is funny. Oh, I don't like the Pete guy. You don't like Pete Davidson? No, I don't like him. Huh. Too young. <clears throat> I think hey. he's cool. Hey, Pete, come back when you've uh, got a more a couple more years under your belt, huh? He's dating Ariana Grande. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. I read the TMZ and everything, so I know yeah. a lot about celebrities and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, he's dating, I guess, Ariana Grande. You know why they call her Ariana Grande? Why? Because she weighs 14 ounces. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's so good. She's small. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> She's a small gal, so. <clears throat> that fucking whore. <laughs> okay, that didn't mean for it to... Yeah, it came on that kind was, of right after. Boy blue, he needed the money. Oh! <laughs> Treat blind mice, see how they run. <laughs> Where the fuck are they going? <laughs> That one's not even that strong, relatively. Was there no lady lived in a shoe? She had so many kids, a uterus fell out. Oh. You're unbelievable. You're unbelievable. It's so good. He's right. They are. Un- it is unbelievable. They are honestly unbelievable with how they're reacting to that stuff. <laughs> it's very hard to believe. They're losing it. Oh man, comedy back then, very weird. Nowadays, it's much better. Now it's like uh sitting around talking about kombucha and wondering what <laughs> it tastes like and whether you've ever had it before. That's what 
That's what contemporary comedy is. Much better than uh, dirty nursery rhymes. She weighs 14 ounces. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, um, anyways, what else is going on? Good question. Okay, well, right now we're watching Shaun of the Dead. People want to know. What are you guys watching? I feel like there's a lot going on all the time. Just in the news? Yeah, sure, whatever. uh, All over the place, too. Oh, yeah, just physically. Yeah. It's like uh, space and everything. Oh, stars. It's shooting across the cosmos. Insane. We need to get Neil deGrasse Tyson to do one of those intros for YKS. Yeah, he might do it. He might. He might do it, yeah. Um, Well, you guys kind of go way back. (laughs) Don't mention that I called him in. Fucking dumbass. Yeah, whatever you said. Whatever I said. And who knows what I said because uh, it was a tweet. I made it and then it it fell into relative obscurity and nobody uh, really. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. One retweet, two faves on this one. Not great. Not great. We're in the clear. Uh, Speaking of uh, casual run-ins with strangers. um, So I was recognized this weekend by a listener of the show. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And I just I handled it very poorly. Usually when JF is recognized, oh. it's by someone uh, who saw his wanted poster. Yeah. Or, uh, well, what am I wanted for? Uh, <laughs> um, you exposed your uh, penis inside of a target. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, okay. Oh, 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 the department store. Yeah. I thought Old West. I thought I was putting my dick through a target while someone was shooting <laughs> was at shooting it. shooting at it, yeah. That's, that's what good. I thought. I was like, well, no harm, no foul there, <laughs> seems like. <laughs> okay, I understand. Yeah, I mean, Target's a nice store. You can get away with that in Walmart, maybe, but not Target. Um, yeah, so uh, thank you to that gentleman who said hello. I, I, I apologize to him on Twitter for acting like a weirdo. It just uh, caught me off guard. Caught me off guard a little bit. That's what you get for going outside, dumbass. I know. You don't know. go outside. I don't do it very often. And I, I feel like the one, the one time I leave the freaking house, I run into somebody who pays me a compliment. I mean, how annoying is that? You know what I actually thought earlier while we were at the, uh, the hot chicken place? Yeah. I thought that group of uh, six nerds yeah. who were loudly talking, about, talking like, about Magic the Gathering. Yeah. I thought at, if it were going to happen... yeah. Out of anyone in the universe, mm-hmm. it would be these six nerds, like fat who nerds, are just, just the worst looking people. Yeah, uh, to say, "Hey, Mike and JF, we're big fans of your podcast." I swear to I God, I had the same thought. Just those ugly monster looking people. Yeah, I wonder. Well, I wonder what we both picked up on. I wonder if one of them looked at us or something. <laughs> Because I also, I mean, now I'm going to be thinking it every time I go out, honestly. Now I'm going to be like, well, first of all, I got to get a gun because yeah. I can't have that happen to me again. That's right. Um, next time somebody says, hey, are you Jesse Farrar? Blah, 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 blah. Because you don't want a uh, uh, John Lennon type situation. And I think that's where we are with this podcast is at the uh, apex of our Beatles. Career. I think so, Yeah. And what was what was his main beef with John Lennon? Just he was, what? Why did he? Why did he kill him? Oh, he's read a read a book, and then like uh, God uh, told him to, to kill John Lennon. I think. Oh, okay. So it was God did it. I don't know. I forget. The weird thing about that is, is why would God need you to kill him? He'd just kill him, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, 
Guys, Somebody didn't think out their murder got plot. Got a lot huh? to do, you know. It took him seven days to create all this stuff or whatever. Yeah, he's working fucking around the clock. Well, what do you think? What's next? What's you know, next? So funny. If God's so infallible, why did it take him seven days to to do the? I mean, I'm not. You know, I couldn't do it. I'm not saying like. I'm not saying like I could do it in like uh, six. You think you could pull it off in six? <laughs> yeah, I pull it off. If I watch some YouTubes, a couple YouTubes, right? Um, maybe hire somebody off Craigslist. I mean, he has all the out. tools. That's the thing. Is if you had the tools, <clears throat> yeah. If I had the tools, like some uh, one of the big guys, right? No problem. Yeah. Um, if he's so infallible, Jay, why don't you just do it all at once? To me, God seems like one of those guys where you're in a group project, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll just sign my name at the end." Yeah. So, like, meanwhile, I'm creating the cosmos and hanging the moon and sun. It's like, uh, Man, this looks like good over here. Oh, like, maybe uh, it should go over there. And he's at home, like, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm, video games I'm sick. Or I don't want to get you guys sick. Okay, well, <laughs> you know, we've got all of eternity here. Yeah. You know, I I actually don't because uh, I said I would get it done in seven days. Oh, right. Okay. So we well, need to we need to hurry up on this, this fucking guy. Not a big fan of him. Um, <clears throat> but the movie I went to go see was Hereditary. Okay. Yeah. Now. I want to see it. I want to, I got to go see it. Yeah. Talk about keeping it in the family. I was going to go to, uh, and I don't get it because I didn't see it. I was going to. Um, I don't think there's any, it's nothing you're going to okay. pick up on. Uh, I was going to go to the drive-in. But they, uh, they do like the double features on both screens. Creature feature. And, uh, you know, you think, you, you know, awesome, two movies, right? But uh, what they do is they split it up. One movie you really want to see. Right. With one shitty movie. Right. And then over there on the other one, same setup. It's like when they put us together on this show. It's like yeah. one guy who's really great. Um, and <clears throat> he's enthusiastic. He's intelligent. Um, he cares about the issues. Blushing. He's funny. Over here, he's <laughs> confidence. But, uh, no, I didn't go see it. We didn't go see it because uh, that that means we would have had to sit through Ocean's 8. Right. And uh, I feel like I would rather... And you very strongly feel... <laughs> Don't. Come on now. Well, <laughs> just reading here from your manifesto says here that you think that only men can rob casinos, I think it says here. No, I'm uh, sure that's... Pr- I'm sure it's good. I'm sure that movie looks fine. What, Ocean's you, 8? I like the Ocean's movies. Wow, you, yeah, you do like some like shitty movies. Okay. You right. like some bad tasting movies. So you're saying the Ocean's movies are not good to you? You don't like them? No, they're not good to me. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> not good to me. The first one is I'm fun. The first one was like, all right. Yeah. I mean, even that was a remake, right? Yeah. It's like... You know? I don't know. Two plus two. Wow. Bingo, bingo. Okay. Well, I think that explains that, JF. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, Shaun of the Dead here, they just ran over a zombie. So, But you should definitely check out Hereditary. It's I think it's right up your alley. This is this is how I'm pitching it. It's I think it's The Shining meets The Witch. Yeah. And you like The Shining, right? I like The Shining. It's pretty good. Yeah. You uh, believe in all the conspiracies about The Shining. <clears throat> yeah, all the uh, that movie was fucking terrible. The documentary that they had couldn't get through it. Awful, man. Awful. Because they were like, "Hey, if you if you have any fucking conspiracy whatsoever, 
you have any conspiracy theory about this movie, we will put you on camera. Yeah, come sit so down. So they had just had like every moron. And we won't edit it either. In the world. And it was so long. Very long. It was so long. I don't give a shit. This, it's already a topic that sucks. Yeah. You made like a four-hour fucking movie about it? It's a little. It's a bit ridiculous. I mean, it's a good movie, but... But I think that uh, Tony Collette in this movie delivers a Shelley Duvall performance. I yeah. think that's a high compliment because Shelley Duvall is out of her fucking mind in The Shining. Yeah. And I think also in real life. Right. Probably now, as a result now, of, yeah, she is. of that movie. Probably. I think there's a documentary about or, about her, right? Right. Yeah, I think so. Is there one about her? Was it a Kickstarter? This is something we should know, <clears throat> huh? This is something we should know, JF. Well, uh, in, in my defense, I've, I've been spending all week trying to figure out uh, why Jill came back down the hill with two dollars and fifty? I just couldn't she make. Went, it. She went up. They both had the same amount of money. Yeah. She they come down. She has his money. Right. What the hell happened up up there? Yeah. Uh, probably they. I guess they got married. Huh. <laughs> right. Oh boy. You know. You know what it is. I don't see Shelley Duvall on Kickstarter, so I think we're in the clear. Anyways, what do you say? You want to you want to get onto this six pack here? Sure, why not? Okay, come on, give me do something else. All right, JF, it's time for the six pack of the show. Great, how'd that go? It was really good. Time for the six pack. Uh, you, you guessed it. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. That's it. You that's guessed it. it. Um, so let me do the first one here, Mike. Let me, uh, cause I can tell you're kind of, you're champing at the bit, but let me hop in front of the <laughs> speeding train here. The first one I want to do, this is the, uh, the Ruth Bader. Ginsburg. Real quick, real mm. quick. Okay. Sorry to step on your Felt like I was doing it. Yeah. But you have said champing the bit. Every episode since we started recording. Have I really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sorry to everyone. I think there are some verbal crutches that we all use sometimes. Yeah. Patterns sorry of to have speaking. to call you out, Jay. No, it's but... fine. And I'm glad you did it on the show and not before or after so I could correct it. <laughs> but you've said it every episode since we started recording. And right. I just got to know. Yeah. Um. The next episode that we record, I feel like you're already champing at the bit to say it then. I'm champing at the bit to say champing at the bit, yeah. Um, um, anyway, let me uh, start out here with one I got. No, no don't. Just kidding. Just kidding, <laughs> buddy. Go ahead. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, I'm, 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 I'm fucking on top of it, all right? I gotcha. Only thing you're not on top of is the fucking microphone. Yeah. You're holding back off that thing like... Uh, Jesus Christ. Just just go. Okay. Ruth Bader Ginsburg action figure. We're turning RBG into an awesome, iconic action figure. So, now, do you know what an action figure is? I'm guessing you do. Yeah, I know what an action figure it's is. It's kind of ironic, because they actually are... They don't do much actions. I think they should call them passive figurines. <laughs> passive figurines. And it's kind of catchy, too. It kind of does roll off the tongue better. Um, they, they don't do any actions. Um, you have to make them do the action. But this is a project that Kickstarter loves, so this is one of the ones they highlight as being great. 
And it, it came uh, to the website from uh, scenic Brooklyn, New York. Yeah. It's a very Brooklyn idea. Isn't it? Um, and this is, so this is a, uh, let's see, let's see how tall this, this bad girl is here. Would have said bad boy normally. Doesn't say how tall it is. Come on. Isn't that like the only thing that you can say about action figures is how tall they are? <laughs> Probably seven inch. Probably seven or eight I'm inch. say that. Six or seven. Six is average, but this might be a little bit more. Well, I feel like <clears throat> the average in a lot, of, a lot of cases with stuff like that yeah. is a lot lower than what people say. Really? Okay. Um, so it comes with, uh, she's got wire-rimmed glasses to see through patriarchal bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, pulled back hair because heroes have no time for flyaways. Okay. Silk gloves to uphold rights for everyone. Uh, iconic, let's see, what, what is their uh, jabot or jabot? Their robe, the Supreme Court robe. I don't know how it's pronounced. Never seen that word before. I always call it a robe when I... Yeah, when you make action figures. When I'm uh, wearing it. Oh, uh, to make fashion and judicial statements. Hardwood gavel to bring order to your life. Pointing finger to steady the scales of justice. Oh, okay, now robe. So I guess the Javot is... Jabot, I guess it's something different. I don't know. It seems like it's pointing to the robe. Oh, it's the frilly thing, the frock. Oh, is fucking, it? Uh, the thingy that goes around the neck thing. The head doily? Judges, you need to fucking yeah. fix your fucking setup here, because a lot of this shit sucks. All right? You got a big fucking black robe. Yeah. That part's cool. Right. Because you look fucking dark and mysterious and badass. Hey, why not a hood? <laughs> huh? Yeah, a lot of these fucking judges in like uh, 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 child support cases, they do think they're the executioners. Oh, okay. I see what this is. Okay. They think they're fucking judge, jury, and executioner, JF. Healed loafers to stand tall against oppressors in a righteous robe, the next best thing to a cape. So for 20 bucks, you can have this in your house. <laughs> uh, one day, we hope to get our shrink rate perfected. Until then, all of our action figures will be sculpted by Mike Leavitt, a well-known Seattle-based sculptor and master caricaturist. Okay, so he's, he takes some clay. Um, he fucking, I guess, sticks them in an oven. I don't know what the fuck. Uh, these, this is from a company called Factory. 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 You know, uh, that's what used to dot this great land uh, of the United States until, uh, of course, the liberals got in charge. <laughs> and decided that we should send all the no. Um, so in the past, they have funded a uh, a Hillary Clinton action figure, um, which also can't pour a beer the right way. Hello. <laughs> um, and then uh, a series of toys called Little Giants. Looks like Andy Warhol, Albert Einstein, uh, Freud, Gandhi, and Tesla. Then they got a Bernie Sanders figure uh, and an Elizabeth Warren figure. So... You can kind of figure out who this is aimed at. Um, the Elizabeth Warren figure, does it come with a bow and arrow, JF? Racism. I, on the, uh, racism. They would call her that over there. Uh, Hillary Clinton raised $26,000. Um, curiously, it says here, none of it came from Wisconsin. So that's kind of interesting. Um, and then uh, Bernie Sanders raised almost a quarter mil which I think is about how much uh, he paid for that jacket he was wearing that one time <laughs> where it was very cold outside. 
Um, and Elizabeth Warren, um, $161,000, and uh, it came with a bow and arrow. <laughs> so you, it's unfortunate that you had already said it because I was going to say it. Um, Elizabeth Warren actually commented on her own doll. It's, uh, it says here, quote, I really like that. That's cool. That's that's her comment? That's what it says here, yeah. Good Lord. Well, you've probably seen it in uh, Bustle or The Daily Costs or there's, Pop Sugar. There's some website, Archie McPhee or something like that. Have you ever seen that website? No. They have a lot of these twee fucking gifts. Oh, like God. This. Yeah. Um, like, uh, I don't know. They have a lot of those action figures of normal stuff. That's what it reminded me of. I don't. I don't like this fetishization of uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg that it people sucks. like to do. It's so weird to me. It sucks. Big ass. It's like a the bacon epic guys for politics. Yeah, it one hundred percent is. So um, one hundred and sixty three thousand dollars of fifteen thousand dollars. Thirty days to go. So forty six hundred people have already signed up to get a Ruth Bader Ginsburg action figure. Um. So. She she is considered the senior member of the liberal wing of the court, uh, so it's good. She's had some landmark decisions, mostly dissents, um, in her uh, period on the bench, and uh, it's it's been a lot of good stuff. You know, civil rights, good stuff. Um, uh, Pro choice, good stuff there. Um, lots of good, lots of good stuff. Um, but she's not the notorious RBG. That's not her. That's <laughs> Something that someone made up in an effort to sell stuff. And they're doing a pretty good job of it. Um, you know, I, I admit that I tried to look up and find some stuff about uh, her shitty decisions that I'm sure exist over the fucking 30 or 40 years that she's been on the thing. Uh-huh. I couldn't find anything because all of it was like uh, the top 10 Ruth Bader Ginsburg memes. <laughs> yeah. So I couldn't fucking find anything. <laughs> um, I did see her comments on Colin Kaepernick. She said it was uh, dumb and stupid. Yeah, she did say that. Which was not good. But she is like 4,000 years old, so maybe give her a pass on that one. Yeah, I think that's safe, too. Uh, she doesn't know. She doesn't know any better, you know, product she's, of her time. She's only like one of the brightest legal minds in the land, you know? Yeah. She's uh But the most important thing is she's a meme, and I think we should never forget... That Supreme Court justices are memes, and I think we should definitely turn them into action figures. And thanks to uh, our friends in Brooklyn for putting together this video. She's a rock star. She's an inspiration. She is constantly fighting. She's brilliant and fearless, a badass, the boss, a role model, a warrior, a good soul, a fighter, a revolutionary. This is just a slideshow of... An icon. Word. Feminist, liberal, gym rat, hero. Opera fan, adrenaline junkie. Is it on here? Notorious. The notorious R B G. So, I don't know, because on the one hand, I do think it's important for, uh, you know, women to see. You can't even fake it. I'm You're not, already I'm smiling. Not, I'm not faking it. I think it's good. As as a father of two daughters, I think it's good for them to see positive role models in the most conspicuous places, like fucking toys instead yeah. of a princess doll. I think it's cool if they could have like a construction worker that's a woman or whatever the fuck, you know? 
I think that stuff is a lot of it's ingrained, right? When uh, like my son, he's when he's playing video games, uh, and I'll choose like to play like the girl character. He's like, "Why did you pick a girl?" Right? And I'm like, well, like, why the fuck does it matter? Yeah, you. I think and then you I shut the to... game off immediately. And yeah. Frowned. Dad, why are you a girl? You always want to be a girl. Dad, why are you always picking a girl? <laughs> it's not all the time, JF. All right. <laughs> Every now time. you're on my. Why are you Why are you wearing that? Why are you on? Why are you wearing that? Why do you change clothes when mom leaves the house? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, I just don't. I I think it's corny. Um, even if she is worth it, I think it's corny, and people are doing it for the wrong reasons, and they they suck ass. So, uh, one hundred sixty three thousand dollars to turn a Supreme Court justice into a meme. So thanks, thanks everyone. JF, let's pivot now from a piece of shit to some more pieces of shit. Very good. With these next ones that I have for you. Uh, and this one's an actual piece of shit. Well, not actually. It just has a... Well, you all understand. It's called Guess Poo. Uh, guess Poo tabletop game. Can you guess poo? Use the powers of deduction to guess your opponent's poo before they guess yours. Now, I know what you're thinking, JF, on this one. I'm thinking it should be use your powers of... Flush deduction mm-hmm. to guess. I know what you're thinking. This sounds like uh, that fucking other game. Uh, hey, who is it? And, well, of course, hey, who is it? Right. Um, a copy of Guess Who. Ah, okay. There it is. But now, if I'm not mistaken, that one just has people in it and not uh, anthropomorphic uh, turds. Yeah, so what this is is it's basically Guess Who, but they've replaced all the people with turd types mm-hmm. turd kinds there's so, different turd so kinds. how many pictures of donald trump are there on oh, the board oh my god that was insanely good thank you how did you do it um so the basic principles of guess who apply but this just turned it on its ass now it's shit <laughs> Just turned it on its ass, yeah. How is this not a uh, uh, copyright infringement, right? <sighs> it's the exact same concept. It really, I guess, yeah. Would it be worth their time to go after <clears throat> Guess Poo? I think it would. They're not, they're not doing anything over there, the Guess Who warehouse. Because yeah. by now, they already know who it is, so. <laughs> we solved our own fucking game. Yeah. It's, uh, it's only raised 1200 bucks. It's got 23 days to go. They want 10 grand to make a copy of Guess Who. Um, I wish them the best of luck. Well, here, look. I I think maybe people are having a hard time imagining how to play a game where it's like Guess Who, (laughs) except for there's poo. Yeah, it's a a difficult concept. So let me play the video. This is a turd falling through a toilet, by the way. Sorry about that. Just dropping off a little brown admiral there. (laughs) Incidentally, he's one of the chaps I'm here to introduce to you today. Brought to you by the exceptional minds at Setsuma. I present to you Guess Poo, the new game for kids, teens, and just about anyone who sits upon the white throne. The aim of the game is to use your powers of deduction to guess your opponent's poo before they guess yours. So, how do you play? It's simple. Two players, 24 poos. 
Both players pick a poo at random from the 24 characters and take it in turns to ask their opponent yes or no questions regarding characteristics such as shape, color, and features to eliminate stools until only one is left standing. For example, is it sausage-shaped? No? Well, then it can't be the Brown Admiral or Larry the Log, so flick them down. Are they smiling? Yes! Then it can't be the Frowny Bernard Blockage. Down he goes. Does it have flies buzzing around it? No. In that case, it must be Martha Pellet. And that's how you play. The first person to correctly guess their opponent's character five times is deemed the winner. What's in the box, I hear you say? Well, I'm glad you asked. Every backer will get a set of character selection cards. Two sets of character elimination cards. So it's British, so I guess Martha Pellet is a joke somehow in England. I don't really know how. Yeah, it was probably like a... Like a celebrity? A star, a star of the hit 70s show, uh, Whose Tea Kettle is Whistling. <laughs> yeah, I do remember like back in the early days of Comedy Central when Tea Kettle would come on. I'd be like, ah, I was hoping yes. it would be a Mad TV rerun, but it's fucking yeah. Tea Kettle again. Or Kids in the Hall or something. They're oh, playing yeah. this fucking, it's Ab Fab, Whose Tea Kettle? Right. And then... Yeah, and then, uh, it's, then it's a British Family Feud. British Family Feud. Sucked. And then uh, uh, The Keys to My Lorry, which is uh, <laughs> another show that they have over there. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of the first reality shows, I think. Yeah. To figure out who had the keys. <laughs> to my lorry. To my lorry. Do you have my... It's like six guys. Yeah. All in a circle. Right. And they go around and they're like, did you, did you have the keys to my lorry? A lot of crosstalk in that one. And the guy says no. Right. So he moves on to the next guy. He says, "Do you do you have the keys to my lorry?" Because mm. the other guy didn't. And he says no. Right. And they just keep going until they find the guy who has the keys. Mm-hmm. And then and they get uh, yeah. ten thousand pounds. Yep. Yeah. What are they marrying, Rosie O'Donnell? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering if they were maybe. <clears throat> Vying for Rosie O'Donnell's hand in marriage. So, uh, you know, per- Percy Peanut, Admiral Brown, uh, Laura Waft. See, Laura Waft is a is a celebrity or a you know a fictional character pun. I don't I don't know what Percy Peanut is supposed to. I don't know. I guess it's a mix of things. So yeah, if if just poop, if just pooping is funny, if looking at a picture of poop is funny to you. And it is. Don't get me wrong. And it is. All right. And that's why this game's great. There was a photo of a jogger the other day. Some guy, it was... uh, Now, that guy was funny, the mystery poop jogger. Yeah, the police were trying to find the guy who kept pooping in this fucking place. Yeah. It was this jogger. And what was his job? He was like a CEO of some company or something. Yeah, he was some kind of bigwig. Forget. He was some kind of fat cat. Dropping some fucking logs out of his ass, and they caught the they caught him mid shit, and it looked almost staged to how perfect the picture was. Because <laughs> he's shit. looking at him like Bigfoot in the forest. The photo is so fucking good. He looks like a deer in headlights. Yeah, or whatever. his ass is all the way out, all the way out. And there's shit on the ground. There's shit too, right? There's actual shit on the ground. Yeah, they see the shit. Great photo. Yeah, so check out that photo. That's actually funnier than. This is for kids, JF. And, oh, uh, okay. Uh, but I still do not understand the uh, copyright thing because yeah. this is very obviously just a lawsuit waiting to happen here. Boy. Um. It's like that fucking scene in um, 
coming to America. Uh, um, uh, what the McDonald's? Yeah. <laughs> what is it? What are they? What is it called in that? McDowell's. Yeah. That's funny though. They got the Big Mac. We got the Big Mick. Right. It's good. So, uh, guess poo. I don't think that one's going to get made. Um, all right. Uh, here's one that I've got. Oh, wait, buddy. I'm sorry? Hold on. Let me read this. Oh, did you have something? Okay. This all started with Jim and James discussing, discussing our favorite board games. What often happens when we discuss things like this is the childish act of making it as crude as possible. We started discussing the street names in Monopoly, what you might dissect in Ploperation, the absolute mess. Oh, sorry, Monopoly. Oh. So that's how funny these guys are. Yeah. Ploperation, uh, Battle Shits is another one that he said. But uh, the idea was always to rip off an existing <laughs> board game and make it about poop. <laughs> yeah. That's the whole fucking thing. There's these two dipshits yeah. who were like, Pardon the pun. This will be fucking funny. Let's just rip off a fucking popular thing and try to make a buck off of it. Trivial poo suit. Well, are you trying to get a job over there, JF? I wouldn't say no. Um, so anyway, that's that fucking thing. That's that fucking thing. Here's one I've got. It's called Help Me Share My Unique Travel Stories by Muhammad Ali. I know what you're thinking. Hey, the only place that guy's traveling is to the grave. <laughs> and you're right. He's long dead, but this is a different Muhammad Ali. Muhammad is actually the most common name uh, in the entire world. Do you know that? I did not know that. You probably thought it was fucking Jules. Tom Cruise. Oh. Tom Cruise, yeah. Uh, it's not Tom Cruise. It's actually Muhammad. Uh, so this guy here, this is very interesting. Um, we, don't do, we don't do ones like this very often because having a, a product that is bad, like a gadget, is so much more... It's it's easy to wrap your head around. This one is not as easy to wrap your head around. It's a little bit silly. Uh, I'll read the letter. Hello, friends. I'm so glad you're here. My name is Muhammad Ali, and I'm a content creator on YouTube. I share stories related to my travels, food, and lifestyle, and hope to inspire my viewers to travel, challenge themselves, and ultimately find purpose in their lives. I have always loved being a storyteller. For me, an experience is worth so much more if a story can be shared with others and we can all learn something from it. Blah, blah, blah. A bunch of bullshit with bolded words. All this garbage. Uh, the point of it is, he has not started his YouTube channel yet. He does not have any equipment and he hasn't traveled anywhere yet. <laughs> um, if, you, uh, if you're one of the first six supporters with a pledge of 100 British pounds, you can receive a fan article from my collection, he says. Or an Amazon voucher, a personalized shout-out in my next video, and endorsed on my personal website. I don't know what that means. Uh, he says his next stop is Madrid, and he'll be creating an entertaining and informative video on this fascinating city very soon. For the curious one, make sure you check out my first video over here. And he links his video. Actually, he links it twice, once with narration and once without. But the entire thing is a stock photo slideshow interspersed with generic transitions. So I don't know what this guy is trying to go after. So here is what the video is. It's 44 seconds. So here it is. Travel the world on a budget with Muhammad Ali. Get ready for your next adventure. 
Are you a passionate globe trotter? Or perhaps a secret food lover? Or maybe a trendsetter? Well then, stay tuned and watch me in action every week on my interactive channel on YouTube. Get inspired. Get involved. Get in dialogue. Follow my group and be part of my life on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe this channel to get the latest update. So everything is generic and stock. <laughs> so he's he's like making a, he's like made a presentation. Yeah. For uh, his uh... for why he should get to travel and do YouTube stuff. <laughs> he says he's the traveler from tomorrow. Um. Yeah. And actually, the the same video is up here. So he actually has the same video on here three times. None. No pictures or anything of his face. Uh. Just a cartoon of him. And uh, like I said, everything is stock. The rewards don't make any sense. Um, so like 50 British pounds for a shout out. What, uh, a, what a bummer. On a video. And I don't understand. Bummer, dude. Yeah, I don't know what the... He actually... There is one photo here. It's a stock photo of a woman sitting on top of, you know, like a hill, like a craggy he's trying, mountain. He's uh, trying to become a famous... Man, that's like a... Hang on. Do you know what the, you know what the caption is of the woman sitting on the mountain? No. It's Travel Mountain. <laughs> so, never heard of that one. I don't know if it's... I never... I didn't realize he's been to Travel Mountain. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's obviously trying to do... And the, I picked this also because recently Anthony Bourdain was in the news. I thought mm-hmm. we'd talk about that for a while and bring everybody down a little bit. You want to do that? That sounds great, yeah. Yeah. What were your thoughts on it? Pro, con? His death? Yeah. Uh, con his death, I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Same here. Same, okay, so we don't have anything to argue about no, then, I guess. No. That's unfortunate. Um, well, it just made me think about, I'm sure he wasn't a perfect guy, but uh, the show was great, I thought. Um, I didn't watch much of The Layover, but No Reservations, I thought, was an excellent show. Um, I thought it was always funny when that would come on, and then um, Andrew Zimmern's show would come on after it. Yeah. Like two totally opposite takes on what a show could be like. Um, but, uh, but you know, I think he always, uh, I, I think he treated every, uh, every place with, with the respect that it deserved. So I thought it was a cool, um, a cool angle that he had on uh, travel and food and people. And then it's so weird that I guess everyone thinks it's super easy to do. And I, I guess that's what this guy's angle is. Well, I, I mean, not to pigeonhole this guy because he's, I, have to be, I feel like this guy's just a product of, uh, social media stuff now because there's all these people on social media, Instagram in particular, who are right globe trotters or social media type people and just they, like insanely hot suck. looking. They all suck. Just yeah. garbage fucking people mm-hmm. who I'm sure just don't have uh an IQ above like fucking whatever the IQ, normal IQ yeah, is. Notoriously normal, a flawed statistical nor- measurement. Yeah. The normal like they just they're trash. They're all garbage. Yeah, just yeah. Yeah. Um, but people like do follow them and shit like that. And like yeah, it's fucking a, it's like a, comment on their stuff. That that's the most mind boggling thing to me, I think. Is people who uh one, comment on like news articles, that's bad enough. But worse than the people who comment on like news news articles in the comments section are people who like comment on like famous people's stuff. Right. That is some kind of mental disorder that I do not understand. 
It's aspirational. It is so crazy to me. Yeah. Like uh, just taking whatever amount of time that it takes to type anything mm-hmm. in a famous person's Instagram or fucking social media stuff. It's just crazy to me. Yeah. And as a reminder, you can email the show, your Kickstarter sucks <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think those type of people, the people who don't, who don't actually do anything except for spend somebody else's money. It's very strange to me how that could be interesting for anyone, but yeah. Um, somebody's already doing that. It's called uh, wife's. Oh my God. So it's that's, is that the second wife slam of the show? I think it is. Wife slam. Send <laughs> wife us your slam. best light wife slams. Um, my yeah. favorite wife slam was, I think, uh, when Hulk Hogan banged that dude's wife. Yeah, right. That's my favorite wife. Bubba the Love Sponge's wife, yeah. yeah. Um, that did happen, yeah. Um, it, it is weird how many people experience now the world through somebody's pictures, mm-hmm. Instagram pictures. I think a, a photograph with a filter on it is very important for a lot of people, and I don't know that I share that that outlook. Yeah. Which is why I'm supporting Muhammad Ali's uh, video series. <laughs> Um, I really want to shout out on his personal website, which he does not list on the Kickstarter. So, good That's, luck. You'd be an idiot not to fucking back that part because you're you're getting the exposure on on the fucking website, right? And the shout out in the video, yeah. Plus the video, yeah, exactly. So, good luck to Muhammad Ali with whatever this scam is. <laughs> uh, let me tell you something about uh, something about uh, towels and whatnot. You ever use a towel? I uh, can't say as I have. Um, you ever go to the beach? Mm-mm. No. Never been to the beach? No. Never been to the beach, never taken it, never used a towel? Hmm. No, I don't have a lot going on, man. I told you I left the house this weekend <laughs> and somebody recognized me and I think I've just sworn it off. This is called the stay strap, JF. It's the must-have accessory for summer activities. So we, we feature like a lot of useless shit on here. We talk about some dumb shit. We talk about some, we talk about some dumb shit mm-hmm. on here, and that's after the introduction, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Right. Because um, the, the first part of the show is we talk about ourselves. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Introducing ourselves, um, which you didn't even want to do. Actually, now I kind of see why. Because you were <laughs> trying to get us away from the. Okay, go on. This is called the stay strap, and what you're supposed to do here, you know, I stay strapped. When you when you go to the beach, mm-hmm. let me tell you about that. You put your towel on the back of the chair there, but it, sometimes it blows away. Then you got to what? Leave the beach, drive home, yeah. get a new towel out of the dryer, oh, or uh, right. wherever you keep your towels. I keep them in the towel room, but yeah, I guess the dryer is Towel fine. room. Yeah. My man has a towel room. Oh, you don't have a towel house. Jesus Christ. Okay. Well. Um, let me, let me uh, take another guess. Maybe you have a bath room as well, a whole room for your bath. No. Rich guy over here. Outside. Um, <clears throat> Get the so, hose pipe. But you, but you need <laughs> you need something to keep the goddamn towel on the chair. So that's why I wear this uh, small piece of fabric. The elastic band comes in. Oh, yeah. You wrap it around the towel oh. and around the chair, and it keeps your towel from blowing away. And it also works on picnic tables, JF. So you ever have oh, a... Oh, you can strap your picnic table to your chair? <laughs> you, ever, you ever sit at a picnic table with right. a, the picnic table cover on it, and the picnic table cover like blows up a little bit or something? You ever uh, do that? Yeah. Okay. That has happened. Uh, well, this, you can... It's like a big rubber band for the table. So this 
these two very maybe like ultra specific purposes. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, How many times a year is this happening to you? So we, we do feature like a lot of st- stuff that is very awful and shouldn't exist. Yeah. And this is maybe one of those things. Maybe. Yeah. That, that, I think uh, maybe. Yeah. That you don't really need. Right. It's yes. not really a big inconvenience. To, no. But who am I to fucking pass judgment on it? Because when you're, I mean, let's, 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 let's figure this out. When you're sitting on the, the chair mm-hmm. with a towel. Most of the time, you're on the towel. Yeah. Right? What else are you, what else are you going to do? I mean, I guess you're in the water without, sure. the, without the towel on. Then you just fold the towel up and put it on the bottom, right? And if, yeah. it's, if the wind's blowing that hard, maybe you just hop in for a little bit. I think spreading out the towel. I think I've cracked this code, Jay. Okay. I think spreading out the towel on the chair is a way to dry the towel in the sun. Okay, but then you're probably going to need at least two if the purpose is to dry the towel. Because otherwise, if the wind is blowing that bad and you strap it at the top, which is what it shows in the picture, it's just going to be flying like a flag, right? Yeah. He only wants 500 bucks for this. Yeah. Right? So it seems like innocuous, but it's still... It's not harmful. It's just take a belt with you. (laughs) Take a belt with you. Or just sit on the towel. Sit on the towel. Fold the towel. Right. You don't need this fucking thing. Like, put some more shit on the picnic table. That's right. You use, uh, like, a big rock. You're not having a picnic without anything, right? Put the basket on there. Put the picnic basket on the thing. All you need is objects. This is essentially an object replacement device. <laughs> this is, this is, it's very, uh, strange as somebody thought this. So they just get, like, order some huge rubber bands from the fucking thing. Yeah, those... But I guess this is, like, adjustable is the cell from it, right? I guess, but so are those elastic cords. You can throw them in the back of your truck. Some bungees? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of strange, but uh, 500 bucks she wanted out of this. Not a lot of money, this yeah. Person. Uh, 210 bucks so far. 30 days to go to probably make it. It's the stay strap. You can... Uh, I have a joke for this. I stay strapped. That is good. Just thought that up. I always keep that MF thing on me. In this case, it's a big elastic band <laughs> that I can put over the picnic table. And we're having uh, a picnic. So, all right. <clears throat> That's the stay strap. We need to have a picnic. We haven't had one in a while. Me and you. Yeah. Just us and our thoughts. We need to get on the damn water is what we need to do. Amen. Now, this is something that's very upsetting to me personally. This is called crowd lobby. Giving everyday Americans access to lobbyists. <laughs> Does that not sound like a good idea? Oh, that's good, man. So, uh, you know, I'll try to make this short and sweet. Our country has a lot of problems. Okay? I don't know if you've noticed. Hey, pick up a freaking book. Open your eyes sometimes. Crawl out from under that rock and take a look at all the stuff that's going on in the world today. Um, It's not so good. And one of the reasons is that um, our government is actually not meant to function um, at the will of the people, like everybody said it was supposed to. Yeah. So... um, We got too big. Well, and I think, well, you know, that's true, certainly. There's a lot more money than there used to be. Uh, But, you know, heck, there's more inflation going on than at the damn Pixar Studios. (laughs) Now... The fuck? Huh? Because of up, yeah. Is that what you're? Yeah. 
God damn it. And so, uh, but, but this is the way, this is the way government was designed, right? It was designed by rich white guys, uh, to serve rich white guys. And that's what it's done for a very long time. Um, and, and that's fine, of course, because rich white guys are great and we all love them. But, uh, but it, I guess as it turns out over time, um, I guess we would have liked more people to be involved. Yeah. It would have been nice if there were like, if there was like stuff for other people too, not just the rich white guys. Um, and it, it turns out there's really no way to make that happen because the government is what it is. Okay. So political, uh, lobbyists exist because they, uh, take money from big corporations and then they tell the government to do what the corporations say. And the government says, okie doke. And then so everyone's good with that, right? Yeah. Um, and so instead of the solution to that being very obvious, instead of it being, well, uh, well, we need to get rid of lobbying because it doesn't benefit anyone who matters, right? Or um, let's overthrow the government altogether and start from scratch. Uh, or let's enact campaign finance reform, or any of the other great things that should be happening. Uh, these people's idea was, let's give the lobbyists more money. Yeah. You know? This is essentially what I think is uh, just go fund me for, the, for that type of stuff, right? You pick a campaign yeah. or a cause, right? and you uh, donate money to it, and then they go hire a lobbyist, which yeah. sounds Yeah, insane. I mean, first of all, here's the thing. You know how fucking insane you'd have to be to donate to a politician? <laughs> like, are you fucking stupid? Well, I mean, depends on that. No. I mean, if it was Bernie or whatever back a couple of years ago. No. I think it's fine. Mm-mm. Especially if it was a larger donation. <laughs> Upwards of oh. $50. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, look, donating to politicians is fucking bonkers. But what's even worse is donating to the middleman. Yeah. Which is what this is. Uh, really crazy idea. Uh, who knows what their revenue model is going to be. I'm, assume, I'm assuming skimming off the top. Um, so you've got, you've got multiple middlemen. And it's all sold to you on the promise of you can actually affect the government. But you check can, this shit out. You can buy change. You can't. You don't have enough money. Because if you had enough money, you would already be doing it. <laughs> so... Uh, this is not going to work. It's a scam. It's uh, I think it's one of the most evil scams there is, which is to uh, con- convince people to be complacent about how the government works and to be satisfied that everything is going well. Uh, you, you'd have to be a real fucking loser to think this is a good idea. So I'm going to let the video play, and you can decide for yourself if you're a loser or if you're cool uh, like me. Do you feel like Americans have lost their voice on Capitol Hill? I sure do. Do you feel like Big Pharma, Big Food, and Big Industry are running the show? It's like little me doesn't have a voice. Do you feel angry, frustrated, and enraged that your opinion, your voice, is getting drowned out by the big volume and big money of big industry? We sure do. At Crowd Lobby, we want to give political power back to the American people. But how do you do that? Through crowdfunding, all of you in Little America can hire lobbyists to push your agenda on Capitol Hill. Aren't lobbyists those super expensive douchebags hired to push big industries' agenda in government? 
They sure are. And in Washington and state capitals across our nation, those super expensive douchebags are often the key to getting things done. So, like, when you want a cheesy spokesperson, they hire you. And when you want your voice heard in government, you hire a lobbyist. Are you a lobbyist? No, I'm someone who actually gives a sh**. That's why we're here. I heard that lobbyists are really expensive. Oh, they are. That's okay. Crowd Lobby is where all of America's little me's come together to crowdfund lobbyists to fight for the causes America really cares about. Visit the site, find an issue that you're passionate about, and contribute a few bucks. Think of it as your little drop in the bucket. If enough Americans feel the same way you do, all those little drops add up, and then... We can hire a super expensive douchebag lobbyist to push our opinion in Washington. I was going to say, America's actual voice gets heard. But yes, we'll hire a super expensive douchebag lobbyist to push your issue. But what if I'm a Republican? All good. What if I'm a Democrat? All good. What if I'm a Libertarian? Still good. Is that not the most depressing thing <laughs> you've ever heard? The, prob- the problem isn't uh, how lobbyists are getting paid. No. No, it's not. Yeah, the problem definitely isn't that uh, influence can be bought. It's that we're not buying enough influence. Yeah. What the fuck? Doing a capitalism end around on government. That fucking sucks, man. My dog hates it too. All right, I'm I'm very depressed. Can you do the last one, please? JF, the Sensorwake Trio is a smell-based alarm clock to improve your day. Mm-hmm. We've had a, one of these things on here before, I think. We have. I feel like the one that we had was like a combination of. 10 different things. It seemed like it, there was a lot going on with it, but this one's different. This is the uh, smell-based alarm clock that you always wanted. Right. Um, hey, the best part of waking up is smelling some uh, something your clock shot alarm out. alarm clock. Did it. There you go. What if you could wake up happier, more motivated, and ready to take on mm. each day? With right. SensorWake Trio, you choose from a wide variety of smells like coffee, the beach, forest, or peppermint. Mm. That sounds fun. Uh, change them out as often as you change your mind. Stop hating your alarm clock. Start making your mornings better with the Sensor Wake Trio. Um, well, look, this is one of those things. I think we, you know, back on the days of the blog, it used to be, well, we got to make sure we get wallets represented because that's like 10% of the whole website, right? Yeah. Now it's stuff that makes your sleep good, whether it's blankets, a heavy blanket to get rid of all your anxiety, um, an alarm clock that will finally make you wake up not tired. If um, that fucking thing existed, I would buy God. it in a fucking heartbeat, but it doesn't exist. That's right. You got to go to bed earlier, right? Um, I don't even think it's that, honestly. I don't think going to bed early... I mean, sure, you're more likely to get better sleep if you go to bed earlier. If you if it's waking up early, that's the problem that's bugging you, right? Uh, yeah, so you shouldn't stay up till 3 if you got to be up at 6. It's not going to help. Yeah. But I still think it's like it's rolling the damn dice. It's what what was your sleep like? Did Was it hot? Was it cold? Was your brain thinking about something? Did you have a weird dream? Did you hear a noise? Did you have to piss? 
did your your circadian rhythm, whatever the fuck, what happened a week ago, you know? All that shit goes into what your sleep is going to be like. I don't think... It's not the alarm... The alarm's that's not fucking the problem, you up, right? That's that's not just. Like, ah, yeah. I don't I don't like my brand of alarm clock, so I'm gonna have shitty sleep. It's not the it's not the. The thing. alarm clock is just an avatar of how bad it sucks to wake up, and I'm not talking about the blue guys. Yeah, you know, it's just a representation. It's a it's a physical manifestation of, goddamn, life sucks ass, and it's not its fault. I think I'm on the alarm clock side. <laughs> I love this. I love this because uh, it says. You know where they the, all all these Kickstarters and stuff have like a testimonial part to it. Yeah, this is perfect. <laughs> Down here it says, uh, "Loved by Jimmy Fallon, right. Ellen DeGeneres, and all over the web." You know, now you would assume that Jimmy Fallon's endorsement would it's be huge. something like, "I tried it; it was great. It was great. It helped me out a lot in the morning, waking up, and everything." Or even just that seems like a cool idea. Even yeah. that would be an yeah. endorsement. But instead. He says, I read that a company called SensorWake is developing an alarm clock that wakes people up using various smells. End quote. So you would think that maybe this is the setup to a joke and not an endorsement, very, as it appears very, on the page here. Very clearly the first part of a joke in a monologue. <laughs> it could not be more obvious that the second, I haven't looked it up, the second part of that is like a... Uh, yeah, I got it for my wife. It comes out of my butt or something. Whatever the fuck is my uh, yeah. The president has one, and it has a Kofifi cartridge in it. Yeah, it's something. Jimmy it's Fallon just a joke fucking there. joke. Jimmy it's not an endorsement. Laughing. Jimmy Fallon laughed at the setup to this joke. Yes, because he, he knew it he was laughed coming. six times at the setup to this joke. <laughs> he actually did slap his knee. And again, I haven't looked it up, but he did slap his knee. I think. <laughs> And Ellen says it has cartridges. This is her quote. Yeah. It has cartridges that release different smells. Like, honey, wake up. I just made fresh croissants for you. Just kidding. It's time for work. Does so again. She, does she have a fucking monologue? <laughs> does Ellen have a monologue at 4 p.m.? It's insane. I'm sure it's good, though. Yeah. In fact, I know for sure it's good. And this is not just the setup to a joke. This is me endorsing Alan's monologue. Um, so yeah, this is not going to fix your morning. Nothing is. You have to fix your own self, and then waking up will be fine. Get a job you like. You know. Yeah. I mean, good luck, but get one you want to wake up and do. Might happen. It might. Like our fucking dream job of fucking podcast. Well, we finally got it. Yeah. Finally happened for us. Maybe you could be that lucky, as lucky as us. Lucky probably as not, though. Probably not. Good luck. <laughs> Speaking of luck, yeah. you're gonna need some. I feel like okay, weird transit. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. 102 grand of the thirty thousand dollar goal. So we will pay anything to wake up. To wake up happy. Yeah, fucking, that's crazy. That's crazy money. That's a good amount of cash. Hey, that's freaking Howard Hughes cash. Outdated rich guy reference. <laughs> yeah, I think they uh, offered that amount for the freaking Lindbergh baby last week when he <laughs> went missing. Whatever happened to that guy? Jeez, Louise, a hundred a hundred thousand clams. Yeah. Is that how much the new Model T costs? <laughs> oh man, I would like to go back and be one of the skeptics of that generation. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> 
Like I'm ever going to need one of those fucking... Are you serious? Getting on a fucking car. Come on. Yeah, let me get a uh, car when I have a horse. Uh, Excuse me. Hey, where do I put the oats on this thing? Just kidding. I realize it's some kind of fucking contraption. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Just walking around the thing, kicking the tires. <laughs> what is this? Some kind of fucking... All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so this is what we're going to do now, huh? <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, that was the six-pack, guys. Hopefully hopefully, about halfway through you figured out what the six-pack was all about. Uh, to me, it's been obvious from the very start, but I hope you enjoyed it. Um, why don't we pause for a second? I'm going to try to make my dobs my dob. Oh, uh, God. Oh, don't do it. Oh, no. It's my dog. It's not my dob. I'm trying to get him to stop scratching the couch. You see what he's fucking doing? What is he doing? He's just standing. He just keeps scratching this one spot on the couch. There's nothing in there. He oh, thinks there's yeah. something in there. There's nothing in there. You think dogs have like mental disorders like humans do? I think mine do, yeah. What, you think they can be like smart or stupid? <laughs> you think, do you think all dogs are just the exact same? Or do you think some of them are like, I guess like cop dogs are jerks, right? Yeah. And then there's, of course, the. God damn it, stop, man. Then there's the guys who like scratching couches. What the fuck? <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go give my dog some chocolate, and we'll be right back with some more Your Kickstarter Sucks. That's where you come in. That's where you come in. This is the mailbag segment on the show. Email address is your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com. You can uh, write in there and you can say, you guys are doing great. Keep up the good work. You can say, I listen to this every night. Puts me to sleep. Sleep like a baby. You can write in and say, here's my big ass. It's a picture of your oh, ass. Well, yeah, you can do that one too. Um, or you could, you could just have a funny little, you could have a little funny story about how he changed your life. Yeah. That could be another one you could do. Uh, you could write in and let us know um, how maybe we could take advantage of helping you get some money into this country and we're able to keep a cut as well. And all we have to do is send you our banking information. You can send in a blurry photo of a handgun right. to us and we'll get scared. Uh, you can write in and send us a tip um, about where you think uh, the actual Sasquatch monster is hiding. Yeah. Where do you think he's at? Where do I think he's at? Yeah. Hmm. Now, the Sasquatch. Um, I think if he were anywhere, he'd be in the Pacific Northwest, Chayev, for sure. Now, let's see. You were in the Pacific Northwest recently. Yeah, but that's purely coincidence. A big hairy monster. <laughs> let's see. Known for his, <laughs> his stench. Re- reclusiveness and stench. <laughs> pungent odor. <laughs> Yeah. You're the goddamn scratch. Gotta go. <laughs> oh yeah, let's read let's read these letters. Gabrielle writes <clears throat> I'm listening to the latest ep right now, and you guys are talking about how you never complain to servers at restaurants. And Mike said someone fucked up his beard and he still tipped, and I died laughing. So rest in peace. My uh, friend Gabrielle. Who then who pressed to send on the email? Oh, Hey, what's in the bowl, bitch? Oh, Uh, because a year ago, 
I got my hair colored at a very expensive salon, and the girl dyed my hair blue by accident, and I still paid full price and tipped 20% and told her I loved it. So that one to me seems like maybe going the extra, extra <laughs> mile. Yeah. Well, I mean, why say you loved it? guess I like blue now. I can't imagine. So I, I think girls, I don't know this for a fact, but I think they mix up the color themselves. Do they? Yeah, they so like if, if you go to like a fancy salon, I think, um, and you're paying out the wazoo for a real hair hairdo, yeah. I, I think they really do. Like they take the little palette, like a painter almost, and they mix up the color with the the base color and the fucking. They get the tint right. They look at it. They say, "Oh, does this look good?" They put it in a little thing and go crazy from there. So I guess I don't understand. Was it supposed to be green and then it turned out blue? Because otherwise. I can't really understand how you go too far off the course with that one. But you grab the wrong tube, uh oh, coloring or something. Uh oh, put it in there. Yeah, instead of getting a hair, instead of putting the hair cut uh, uh, liquid on you, she actually put the more hair potion. <laughs> Fucking what? Like the Bugs Bunny <laughs> guy. Remember that? Yeah, the big red guy from the Bugs big Bunny. Red guy, yeah. What was that guy's? What was his deal? Um, He's just a red guy, I guess. Big red guy. And he he played tennis. Lived <laughs> I, in a castle. I don't remember, buddy. You don't remember this? A lot of, uh, there's a lot of lore behind that character that I don't really understand. You're not on he the Bugs Bunny Wikia? He was a big uh, red monster. Yeah. What was his name? Cletus Clarence or something? No, I don't think so. I think that was your boyfriend. Wow. Um, okay. Anyway, Gabrielle, hopefully that answered your question about whatever you said. Yep. No, I still do that. Uh, I will forever do that. I don't know why. I have a... Like, even the fucking place we went today to eat. Yeah. I didn't... Uh, I was like, I wanted some ranch because it was insanely hot. Yes. And I was like, uh, maybe that will help. Right. But I didn't want to, like, bother anyone right. there. by Because like, I had already gone through the line to get the food initially. Here comes this guy again. Yeah, here's this guy again. I don't know. It's like an internal guilt thing that I have that I'll never... Low self-confidence. Get over while. I think not to rub it in, but and maybe you righteously perceive that you're like low value. Yeah, I know you're doing a joke, but I think I honestly do. Yeah, I know. I think it is true. I'm not joking. <laughs> but um... you are a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Um, did you tip? Did you tip them? Even because they have a line for a tip at that place. Oh no, I didn't tip. You didn't tip. Oh, you didn't tip. Because <laughs> you bought the thing, you idiot. Oh, interesting. <laughs> you bought their meal. Oh, so that's just a way for ah, me to admit. Okay, you didn't cool. tip. I get, what okay. I get what you're saying now. Because it's just, you just, it's counter service, but I went ahead and tipped. <laughs> I guess you didn't feel like it was necessary. Well, that's interesting. Patrick writes, I think the prize for your next giveaway contest that you guys have. We should do another one of those things. Oh, uh, we got to do that, yeah. Um, should be the piece of paper on which Jesse wrote down the word that was slightly too much like a slur to say out loud. I bet what I bet it would look great in a cool picture frame. So we were talking about Jerry Rig. Yeah, we were talking about the YouTube guy. And uh, yeah, the YouTube guy Jerry Rig everything or whatever. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about if that name was bad because well, it's. But I want to get out in front of this. I want to say that it wasn't the really really bad one. And you hauled off and said uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. The, I was just pointing out that there was a really awful one, and then there was a still offensive, but not quite as a vulgar one. Yeah, not like straight to the 
but the same concept behind it. And I was, I'm yeah. just saying there was a softer version of the terrible slur. And I just told you what so it was. Slums, some slurs are good, is what you're saying to say. As long I didn't, as they're not. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. He's like, what okay. you said. And you yeah. didn't even tip. So really, <laughs> when you think about it, which one of us is more evil? Than <laughs> All right. You know. Well, All right. Well, so that's the end of the uh, show. This shit sucks me your ass. And I think that's. I hate it. Yeah. I think that's the verdict for this show. Yep. Wasn't that good? Uh, sorry, the next one will be probably a little bit worse, and then I think from there we'll try to pull it together. But yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you on the Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash your Kickstarter sucks for bonus episodes. We're going to go record one now, I think, if Mike can pull it together over there. I'll think about it. Okay. Um, and uh, otherwise, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Um, fucking have a good uh, week. Yeah. See you later. See ya. Very talented. I think JF thinks he's too cute for his own good. EB, EB, you are fucking funny, man. You are fucking funny, dude. JF, I don't know, man. <laughs>